0: listening to How I See It, hosted by Han. You guessed it, that's me. I am here to motivate and inspire you with guests from all different industries and backgrounds. So get ready for personal stories of success, of growth, full of highs and lows, and of course, unapologetic realness. This is How I See It. Hello. I'm so excited that you're here. Um, for those of you who don't know Heather, this is Heather Hopkins. Hi guys. She is the founder of Hula, which is a dating app. I'm gonna have you talk more in detail about what oh, that is. I will. <laughs> but I'm so excited. Me and Heather actually went to high school together and I've just been kind of following her journey and I wanted to bring her on because I just think the whole concept of the app is super cool. So I'll let you explain it.
1: Yes. Okay. So on Hula is where you date better guys endorsed by other women. So cool. And um yeah so you basically uh every guy that you see you'll see the girl who brought him in and you can message her at any time and so it adds the safety layer and um and yeah you know I think I think the biggest complaint amongst women is like hey we feel unsafe but also like all the guys suck everywhere so yep. we're like hey where's the good ones and so we really just get you right to the good ones and it's really amazing so
0: cool it's like almost like a little background check it
1: is in a way and it's and honestly like when you use it it feels so much more comfortable like you're like I didn't even know this was missing like you know before you go on a date with a guy, then you messages ring there to be like, anything I should know? Like give me, yeah. the, give me the tea girl. And you know, it's so fun. Cause you're actually creating these also female friendships.
0: Um, okay. Start from the beginning. So like, where did this idea come from? Cause it's so unique. I've never heard yeah. of anything like it. I'm on the dating apps. I'm not like a huge dating app, like person in general, but it just seems so cool. And I just want to know from the beginning, like how did this idea even come?
1: So I feel like you know, being an entrepreneur, it's, it's, I've been in the space for a while and I've been, you know, experimenting, experimenting. And so it's really a culmination of what I found as people's problems in the space, you know, I, I, uh, originally my first app that I launched, um, was a video dating app. And I realized that there were so many women joining. I said, "Hmm, that's weird. Why is that happening? And I, you know, talked to women and they were like, oh, well it's because I, it's safe. It's safer. I can like vet the guy and I want to make sure he's a good guy. And so essentially I found that video, you know, going on that video chat was just a bandaid to the root problem, which is that women feel unsafe, and we mm-hmm. want better guys. Yeah. totally. And so then that kind of got my brain turning and I was like, we have to really re this thing. And, um, and so that's where I really realized that, you know, when you look at the space, it's really the women that are most marginally affected by these issues of getting inappropriate messages, dealing mm-hmm. with ma- 11% of users are married men, Ugh. which is insane. 11% of the guys, Men suck. so like there's so many things <laughs> that like, it's women that are getting affected by it. And so it was really, you know, time to turn that around. Um, and so that's kind of how, we're like, hey, we love guys, but we like better guys. We guys that like, treat women right. Yeah. And so it's really no problem for a guy to get in. Just they just have to know a woman, and she can be single or in a relationship. So, if, even if you're in a relationship, you can just endorse guys, and the dating
0: mode turns off. I love that, and I love that the priority and mission is like the safety of women, because I feel like that's a huge fear with like getting on dating apps. It's already like anxiety inducing yes. having to date. Like it's hard. It's hard out there. It really is. Um especially on an app when you don't know them, you just see pictures. So on top of that to feel unsafe as well, like it just kind of sucks. Like it's not fun to go on dating apps. It's crazy that,
1: you know, it's like so normalized that we have to like share our location to make sure we don't get murdered. Like that's just like life.
0: I know. It's sad.
1: And what I say is like, between women we have this natural like pact almost between us like if I see women across the street and I see a guy following too close I'm I'm looking at I'm yeah. you know we just look out for each We're other hyper in a aware. Way. totally but guys don't have that they don't they don't they, they didn't care about video chatting with a girl they didn't care about like they don't they don't think about their safety like we as women have to yeah um and so that's where I really realized like hey it's it's really needed
0: I love that. Yeah. I love that. If you could go back a little bit, I know a little bit of your yes. background, but I want you to get into just your story, what your original passion was, what you thought you were going to go. And now where you are now, the successful entrepreneur with her own <gasps> app.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. Life is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I never imagined ever starting a dating app or a tech company. I just never like thought I always kind of had that entrepreneur in me, but I yeah. never like, I just didn't know what I would do.
0: Do you think that came from like your parents? My parents. Okay, yeah. yeah. My dad
1: was an entrepreneur. So my dad was a, you know, he'd started different companies. Uh, and, and also like, you know, I grew up in a way that was very, we lost everything. Then we did well, like up and down and
0: you learned how to roll with the totally, punches. Totally.
1: Exactly. Um, so my dad was a really big role model for me, but, um, I grew up actually in high school, you knew I was an actress. So that was my, it's awesome. That was my, that's what I thought my life was going to be. And I, um, then in the midst of acting, of course, social media, I started, I started acting at 14 years old in TV and film, but this was like, right before social media. Yeah. So then while I'm acting, all of a sudden social media starts to become really important. And, um, so I kind of had to, my agents were like, play the game, Heather, get on social media. So I ended up, you know, it was kind of the days of YouTube. And so I just never connected with like carrying a camera around my whole life and like vlogging my life. I I like to be present with people. So I actually started one of the first dating podcasts, like really early days. Um, and that was how I started Everything really—that's how I built my community. About people that started listening to, hear about my dating life and my—I bring on like people from the Bachelor and all yeah shows. Yeah, I
0: remember that yeah. when you brought on Chad. Oh yeah, I Chad was, Johnson,
1: the villain. yes I, So it was a really fun show, and that's kind of how I originally built this community of single people. And I was using the dating apps, and I was realizing, hey, this this
0: sucks. And that's when you were like, I could do this. Yes.
1: And then I and then I had this idea, and then, I just went for it. I mean, obviously, there's so many things in between that, and then I just. I've been in the space for a while and then when we launch Hula where you date better guys endorsed by the woman, that's really what has taken off.
0: How does one go about, like, I'm just so curious, like, how does one go about, like, creating an app? Like, what are the, like, oh beginning steps there?
1: I don't know. I started my first app when I was 22. So... Like I didn't have any mentor or anything, which if I could go back, I would do that first. Like okay, yeah. I just had a call with a girlfriend and I, and I always try to like, because I was so lost when I started and made so many mistakes. I always try to like, I mean, as much as I can be there for people who are totally starting because I'm like, I wish I had someone to call up, you know? So what I told her is basically you want to build an advisory board first, like a, a kind of a, a thing of mentors that you are like, you know, you can go to for this, for this, for this, for this. And that's where I was completely on my own. I mean, I started it completely on my own. Didn't know anything about any tech. I didn't know anything. I made lots of mistakes. I would not recommend it. If I could go back, I would build my advisory board of um, people that are I can call on. They can help me build this and have, have also made mistakes so that I can yeah. shortcut them. Yeah. That's where I was making all the new mistakes. My, my investors now, they have a rule and they say, you only are allowed to make new mistakes. Yeah, And basically I that. what that means is like, Hey, use your network, use people around you that have already made those mistakes so that you're not making the only ones you should be making are the new ones. And I feel
0: like, especially as women, we have a hard time, like calling on people for help Yes, in whatever industry you're in. Like, it's so important to just like reach out to people who, you know, are smarter than you who have done it. Cause the worst they can say is like, no. Yes, And like the best they can do is really help you in ways yeah. that will get you really far.
1: like your network is everything and also like like I said I did not come from tech I didn't come from any sort of family that was like super connect I did not I I literally had to make my own and I think a lot of people they're like oh like how can I do that then? But I literally started reaching out to people on LinkedIn, like use social media as a yeah. tool to like, like I raised a million dollars from cold messages on LinkedIn.
0: I was going to ask you about this. Yes. I watched your TikTok. I really want, we're going to get into this. I really want you to get into like the beginning and then how yeah. you got these investors because a uh, spoiler <laughs> alert, Heather raised a million dollars for her yeah, app. So
1: uh, I mean, actually I've raised more than that, but it would be great if I came from like a big tech company Yeah. I had this, I literally knew nothing. I just knew I, in my heart of hearts, that I was supposed to do this and I was not, I just, I just went for it. But part of that is I, I had to obviously get investors and things like that. And, um, I just cold message people like crazy on LinkedIn. I went, I used, there's, a, there's also a, um, a website called Crunchbase, mm-hmm. so you could essentially find companies similar space to yours so companies that have exited um, and then the investors behind them so you use those lists and then you go kind of
0: so you went sleuth and then you oh, like oh yeah shop. I call this
1: my my psycho mode so I like basically just like sit down just go, go you crazy.
0: applied what we do with men <laughs> exactly. like in all their lives I to did. investors I love it so you just went on LinkedIn and you found these people or you went online and found these yeah. people and you just cold pitched them
1: you know you always want to start out you know, saying something, you know, when you go to make the connection requests, like, hey, so-and-so, I noticed your background on this. Um, I, I would love to connect and and tell you a little about this. I think there's there's a lot of synergy here, something like that. Yeah. And then, you know, you sent out hundreds of those. I was
0: just going to say, how <laughs> many do you think you sent out?
1: Honestly, I need, I still need to, like, go back and to, like, really get the data on how much, how many I sent out, how many of those replied, how many of those turned into Zooms, Yeah, because I've I've actually never met most of my investors in person.
0: Wow. (laughs) I love that. So
1: now it's been like a bit of time where I've now been able to like meet some of them in person, but mostly all of them purely wired me from meeting over Zoom.
0: Wow. That's
1: amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I never want to make any of this sound easy. So like, oh, yeah, no. When you, when you hear stories like this, no, there's like a million tears between. Yes, for <laughs> sure. Frustrations. But for sometimes sure. when you hear these stories, you're like, wow, it's so easy. No, 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 honeys. Not easy. Yeah,
0: no. But How long did this take? Would you say two?
1: Probably like five months. But what, what, what happens when you're fundraising is you get a lot of no's and then you get the one yes, but you want it to be a baller. Yes. Yeah. Okay? So, you know, you get a yes from like, you know, some big, big hot shot. And then you start telling other people, oh yeah, well this person's in, and then all of a sudden they're all like clawing. I mean, I I went from zero and like oh my god, what am I gonna do, to almost three times in what I was trying to raise. I love that. So That's so cool. You you just you can't get down. It's okay because once you get the one yes, then usually people then are like wait, oh, and then all of a sudden there's the
0: follow. Well, a lot of people don't realize like. <laughs> Most of being an entrepreneur is just holding on to the confidence in yourself, like ridiculous amounts of confidence in yourself. You almost have to fake it till you make it in the beginning and continuing through. I mean, we're all continuing and learning, but like there's a level of confidence that you need to have in yourself and in your business because to get that first yes, I'm sure that your pitch had to look a certain way.
1: I'm I a lot of my business has been built with my faith and um, I just like. I just have that peace. Like I just know I'm supposed to do it. And I think that makes it really easy to have confidence. So when you kind of have that peace and you just know it's right, it makes it, you know, where you go through these things, but you just keep checking in and you're like, yep, I'm still supposed to be here. No, I really
0: resonate (laughs) with that because obviously like as entrepreneurs, we all talk about like it it get, there is anxiety. There is like that self-doubt But when you're following your dreams and you're so set on living out your full potential, you can't like deny it. Like you may be going through that roller coaster of emotions, but at the end of the day, you're just like, this is what I'm supposed to do. I have to keep pushing. And that's why like people like Ed Milet, like refer to it as like, I'm obsessed (laughs) with him. Um, They refer to it as the road less traveled on because the, the big picture is like, you just can't give up. You have to keep pushing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think when you still have the peace, just keep going. Just push through. I mean, there's so many times where like, I could have easily given up or like, you know, there's so many things that are like in the way, but I just like kept, oh, I still got it, still got it. And, it, and I just, I just know. So I how know, did you really
0: prepare good. for these meetings? Cause obviously like you have confidence, you know, this is what you're supposed to do, but obviously it's still like nerve wracking. Yeah. Like how did you prepare yourself like confidently for this meeting? How do you get in like your mojo? Huh. good question.
1: Um, I don't know. I think I, I, cause I started acting so young, I was always in rooms full of execs and I'm uh-huh. always here now. Yeah. So I was like, Whatever, another no. Who cares? Keep pick yourself up, dude. (laughs) You have
0: to get so comfortable in this sphere, whether you're in the social media, the tech space. You have to get so used to just hearing no. Yeah, like, and you can't take it personally. Like, you just have to get over it and keep pushing forward.
1: Yes, one hundred percent. And, um, you know, especially being a woman in tech, it's right now the stats are less than two percent of women get funding. Wow, which is insane. Like that is crazy, but there is definitely. there's definitely tools that you learn that like, you have to kind of play the game to to get the, to get the money, and when guys are walking into these pitches they are we, uh, we call it like amongst women a lot like peacocking yeah <laughs> so no totally they, they're like they're like oh yeah those this, this. I mean they'll like for example they'll say things like you know maybe their company right now has three people but they'll be like we'll be at 10 employees in, in June and blah, blah blah so they they're already speaking as if it is whereas mm-hmm. women we like naturally are like very humble and like honest mm-hmm. and we're like we're like yeah right now we're three people and we're gonna you know move to 10 but that's a very different. Statement One is very confident, yeah, and the other is like very humble and honest. It sounds
0: very like what if, like exactly.
1: So, then guess who gets the investment? The guy, yeah, because the way he's peacocking. So, you have to like mindfully be like, it's okay, like, this is part of this is playing the game, yeah, and like to change, you know, the future for women to get more dollars, we got to have more women going to the top. And so right now you kind of got to play.
0: Totally. I love that. I feel like I always say like with everything I do, like when you decide to do something, treat it as if it's already big, treat it as if it's already already where you want it to be. Because if you're confident in what you're doing, you feel driven to do what you're doing. You feel like you're doing, you're following your purpose. Like just treat it like it's already what you envision. Like if you're going to put in the work and you're going to do it, like, Talk about it as such. Treat it as such.
1: Exactly. I mean, that's a. I, I have like journals every day. I journal every day. I do a weekly journal where I like really visualize things. It's super important to like get that really fine-tuned. I mean, I, my girlfriend, we were, we were like having one and Happy Hour. I just got back from New York. Love that. I'm going and, next week. Oh I my saw God, it's so fun. Um, and she, I don't know, I just felt this come over me where I was like, like, do you see yourself as big time? She was like, no, I've been struggling with that's a lot of imposter syndrome. And I was like, girl, the only way you're going to get to the next thing is you have to see it. Mm -hmm. And so then we ended up going to Wall Street and like taking a photo of each other in front of like where you ring the bell. That's (laughs) so
0: cute. I love that.
1: And it was just like we had such a special moment. And I was like, this is like, like by us making this mindset change now that's what's going to change the future and then that's what's going to make it easy to visualize because as women, like we don't there's not enough representation so yeah. it's harder for us to visualize like
0: and it's a lonely journey the entrepreneur oh God, so journey lonely. is very <laughs> lonely that's why it's good to have people around you but I almost feel like you're really speaking to this like idea that I've been talking about with a couple of my friends too where it's like you almost have to be like Delusional. Outrageously delusional. They call yeah. it on TikTok, Delulu, right? Yeah, Delulu. Oh yeah, I'm like, is you that what that means to No, yeah. Like, you have to be a little bit like delusional, like confidently, like delusionally confident. Here's the
1: thing: you have you will look crazy, but then when it happens, then all of a sudden people are like, "Oh, well." Like, yeah, I'm awake. Yeah. So, so I've already watched that in like a small scale. Like people are like, and like you know, now it's like who is taking off and it's gone viral and it's been so amazing, but it's like. People were definitely. I'm sure. Like, I'm positive people are making fun of me. I'm positive yeah. people are like, "Oh, uh, uh, you're start not doing up. anything right." Those, if no
0: one's making fun of you, <laughs> exactly.
1: So whatever. You just have to say like, "Screw it." All that matters is like, I'm going towards my passion, and I know it's right. And like, you just can't, people are always gonna have opinions. People are always gonna hate on you. They probably send your post around and be like, "LOL, look how hilarious and weird." Like, yeah, it's cool. They're contributing
0: to your engagement. It's Thank you.
1: It just doesn't. You know, you just like.
0: Yeah, when I first started, like, influencing and doing content creation, people thought I was fucking crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. for sure. Everyone from high school, college, they were so confused. Even my close friends, like, they were supportive, but I could tell they were confused. And And now I'm here, like, four years later doing this full time. you just feel like whatever. Well, it's like you—it's not even like a in a mean way. It's just kind of like people just will never understand like your vision for things until you start, you know, executing. And once you start executing, 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 they're like, oh shit. That—that's how it goes. So just yeah. like whatever phase
1: you're in, if you're in the phase of like cringe, who cares? Literally, just throw it away. Who cares? As long as you're doing things that make you happy and it feels right to you, then it literally doesn't matter. People are always gonna make fun. I personally made my friend were talking about this like. I never make fun of people for going after things like no. I'm like, hell yeah. But that's because I'm a happy person. And usually people who are not happy are the ones who are like putting people down for going after. Yeah,
0: stuff. no, I agree because even when I don't really like fully understand something, yeah. when people put their full selves into something and they're just so passionate about it and you can tell they're driven. I'm just like, there's no hate there. Like, exactly. keep going, go
1: for it. You go girl. Like,
0: yeah. yeah. Tips for people who are trying to start their own business. Maybe, maybe they're even their own app. How do they, approach it how do they channel confidence like you have maybe they don't have it and they kind of have to fake it till they make it a little bit maybe they're trying to get investors what are some rule of thumb things that so, you just know
1: it's a long it's a marathon not a sprint so anything you see online about it being like oh overnight da, 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 that's not true it's yeah. an always marathon
0: I'm glad you said that because <laughs> I feel like there's this really false narrative in social media especially just because yeah. our generation is so involved in social media where like someone will blow up and just like immediately become like successful, no. famous, and rich overnight. No. And they think it's normal. No. There's like one-offs, right? Like one little one-offs. But we'll one, look at these people and we're like, I want that to happen to me. When it's not realistic at all.
1: I think it's the average business takes seven years before you're going to like see results. See success. <laughs> you know, so basically we we went, Hula went live on the App Store. Not even like officially launched, but just went live. And within 24 hours, like we were going off. And people are like, oh my God, it happened so fast. I'm like, Psh. sometimes I will look to others like that, but you know, it takes, it takes years. So you, first of all, you're committing to the marathon, not the sprint. Second of all, um, I would never start a business unless I had a deep knowing and peace because you're going to need that. Yeah. Like, there's going to be so many things that go wrong, so many obstacles you're going to have to overcome. You have to like know in your yeah. heart, hearts so this is what you have to do. And
0: I think too, I'll add to that. Something for me that I've really like learned is like timing has to be right too. You can know something deep in your heart and soul that you're mm-hmm. supposed to be doing it. But if things aren't lining up around, you got to wait and you got to be patient.
1: Yeah. And, and you will know when it's right, because things will start to align. Yes. Like the crazy, I've crazy miracles that have happened that I just, that's what I just, I just know. Like, Dude,
0: I'm all about like signs too. Like sign after sign after sign. I'm like, okay, God, I hear you. Yeah, I hear exactly. you. I'm exactly. starting or I'm and doing pray, this.
1: And pray for that. Like pray for God to give you those signs and give you that. I mean, I've, I've really crazy prayers that have, it, it's, it's insane. But yeah. there's definitely this narrative where like people are pushing everyone to be an entrepreneur. I don't think everyone's made to be an entrepreneur. Mm-mm. And I don't think that like, I don't know, it's like push. It's so pushed. like, oh, don't work a nine to five. You have to be an entrepreneur. I would say don't do it for the money. Like I think a lot of people, there's this mindset of like be an entrepreneur and then you're rich. Mm-hmm. No. In fact, if you become an entrepreneur, there's very high likelihood that for a very large chunk of you'll time, you'll
0: be poor, <laughs>
1: extremely poor. Like I was working so many jobs. I wasn't paid last year even for nine months of the year, not paid a dime. It is not a get rich. Anything that's get rich quick, run for the hills. Yeah. Not that. And then having mentors, finding people, finding advisors, finding mentors that have done it before that can teach you their mistakes that you don't make the same mistakes. Um, I would say those are the keys. Once you get your advisors and you're building out, you know, your business and you're getting real strong advice and data to pull from these advisors who have been there before, then you can start getting investors. But uh, it's a long road to get investors. It's also especially as a woman. I yeah.
0: feel like it's so important to have people in the same space as you just there even for support, even if they don't know and can't help you in certain ways. The support is just even yes. so if necessary. I could
1: have a girl, I just I mean, I only I only knew like people in tech that were like 40, 50 years old. So I would call them when I first started and they're just dudes who don't have the same. They don't yeah, understand. they don't understand. <laughs> so it, it's like, it's a, it's a real thumb to get someone to find some people that are one to two steps ahead because, you know, s- someone giving advice that did it 20 years ago, it's a much different world from now from 20 years. Totally. Ago. So their advice might not be as applicable, but if you find someone that's just a few steps ahead, then they're going to actually ha- be a little more in touch with like the sort of micro things that are happening.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And save with. you some mistakes. Yes. Logistically, before we get more into like Hula and the app, mm-hmm. what would you say like stepwise? So you hired an app designer or an app, uh, like how does I that was work? I app
1: designer. <laughs> okay.
0: Talk about, how did you learn how to do that? Wh- like,
1: okay. So now there's, such better tools than when I started so there's a there's a website called Figma I highly recommend it I actually raised my first bit of money from just personally designing it myself so I didn't I don't know how to code but I do know how to design a little bit I, I went to school for fashion design so I knew how to design clothes so I was okay like, super sure, cool. I could use that You're like I can do that. this yeah. and so I use those skills to design um sort of my first like so that when I show an investor, they could almost like pretend they clicked around. They could be like, oh, yeah, click this. Oh, and then okay, yeah. They'd be like, oh. Like a deck and then, vibe. Yeah, it's almost like a demo. Um, and so, yeah, it gave them visuals, um, which is what I did to kind of raise that first chunk. And then once you raise that first chunk, which is going to be from Angel's, um, or family and friends, if you know you have that, then uh, then you can hire, you could either hire like a dev shop, um, you could, I would recommend getting a technical co-founder, um, so there's tools like Y Combinator, there's Y Combinator matching tool, and so essentially you go in there, you say what you're looking for, what you need, and then people will apply, if they really like your idea, some people will do it just for equity in the beginning, um, and so basically you kind of, you kind of I would, I would always recommend to put a one-year cliff in because you both want to have an out in case the relationship goes sour. So you'll get like a year of work with it. I should them. be taking notes. This is so yeah. interesting.
0: <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even going to speak on this. I'm just going to let you yeah. talk, you're, uh, Sorry, drop your I talk knowledge. talk really fast too. No, so. I love it. I love it. Keep going. Um,
1: so, so yeah, there is a, so what you do when you, when you get a co-founder, uh, technical co-founders, a lot of times that person does help you build the product from the ground up. And for that, they get equity in the company. Now, when they do start super early with you, a lot of them do want a pretty big chunk because A, it's a lot of time and effort. Mm -hmm. Um, But what you want to do when you sort of start this relationship after, you know, you have several meetings with them and you really like them um, and you've seen their work, you can basically, you build a contract, like a four-year vest, one-year cliff. And what that means is that during that first year, you both have an out. So let's say you're like, I hate working with Jimmy. Yeah. And Jimmy hates working or Jimmy hates working with you. You guys can leave and like there's no equity that's given. So it, it basically prevents people from saying, yeah, I want to come on board. And, <laughs> and then running away with your equity, yes, you know, exactly. So you want and then when it says for your vest, that means so over time, over four years, like let's say they get four percent, let's say just for numbers. So the first year is technically like you're both, you have an out time. And then after the first year, they get that 1% since they were there. Um, and then each year, they get 1%. So for, over four years, it's kind of so they don't leave on the second year. And then they get 4%. Like you want to yeah. make sure that, you know, that.
0: You're like covering your bases.
1: Exactly. It's proportionate to the time.
0: Super cool. Super yeah. interesting. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are going to appreciate that yeah. knowledge. Yeah.
1: But those are two really good tools. Figma, Y Combinator, matching
0: tool. Okay so kind of go, getting into a different topic with Hulu I want to talk dating with you because I know yes. you know so much about it yes. was there like a bad date or something that like just inspired you finally to be like F this I'm going to start an app and I'm going to take care of this myself
1: um so I would say a little combo um so yes of course there was a date where <laughs> there was there was several dates I'm like, so I feel like there way, has to
0: be like one this though is, was that like it's like, a waste of time
1: where I was just like ugh, like I need a there needs to be a better way um, and then in addition to that, I was sexually assaulted in college. Um, wow. And so that guy found me on a dating app and, um, and yeah, I just, I was just like, this is crazy because no other woman will know that like, you know, and he's running up a muck up on here probably, you know, meeting up. And then there's an ex woman who's also, good, and he had no girlfriends really. Like, so you don't know any of these, like, yeah. anyone can download on all the other apps, any guy. yeah, and So you're dealing with predators, cheaters, married guys, like all these things. And, um, you know, just with like a simple woman saying, Hey, this guy's safe. I, I endorse him. Yeah. It really does make a difference. And, um, you know, if I had that, I would be able to go to his ringleader, the girl who brought him in and be like, Hey, like, this is what happened. And then she could remove him. He's off the platform. Like there's a accountability layer that doesn't exist anywhere. And, and so that also like was a big inspiration as well
0: first thank you for being so vulnerable I really appreciate it we keep it real here so we appreciate when (laughs) others do too um I think what you're I mean we talked about safety but like this is another layer that like people don't even think about that like hula offers a space where people can be like oh like you know how people on tiktok have been talking about like the facebook group messages of like talking about like do you guys know this man are we dating the same
1: guy (laughs) yeah are we dating the same guy yeah Yeah.
0: this is like essentially what you're doing in a way more efficient way because you can immediately just message the person who even like put him on the app
1: exactly there's a and and i'm telling you right now guys act right on hula because we will tell we'll tell yeah if he does something cra- there's anything, an accountability we're officer like, we're like we're going to your girl like she's gonna know and yeah. it's it's a fit like right now they can literally do anything they want with no repercussions on any other app yeah and so here it's like we have this community space and also we're about to, hopefully, by the time this podcast plays, it's it's out. But we have the whole community side that's opening.
0: Oh, super cool!
1: And so it's really cool. Um, so there's one that's just amongst women, and then there's also one that's opening where you can actually like right now, like there's all those Facebook groups where like women yeah. give women advice. Like we'll be like, yeah. oh my god, girls, like I'm so confused, what is happening? Um, he, you know, we went on three dates and like everything was great, and then all these women chime in. But like, I want to get, I want to hear the guy's side.
0: I want to yeah. know what the guys think. I love that. And so
1: we're about to launch, um, this community, uh area where essentially you could post anonymously questions or as yourself, whatever you want. And you put like, uh, you know, who wants, who do you want the advice from? You could put guys and then
0: guys can reply and give you. That's super <laughs> smart because it's so funny. I've started hanging out with a couple guys. It's been so interesting to like get their perspective, even when I think they're freaking crazy. Like I'll, I'll be like, I do not agree with you at all, but it's just interesting. It's almost like an updated version of men from Mars, women from Venus. Like you can kind of like just listen to them and be like, okay they're so black and white I love
1: it I know and, and I feel like on the girls pages we get so like read or like drop him sis like all this and it's like sometimes maybe it's really innocent well happens. it's just like a
0: misunderstanding yeah and like kind of understanding where the like man brain is and listening to friends listening to like being a part of a community yeah community so we're, like you're saying. We're
1: opening that up the community side where you can now have that option I mean I love and you that. can also like add that you want to hear girls advice or like anyone's advice anyone can chime in That's
0: so super cool it's just
1: like a really cool layer that no one else has that kind of opens things up to the community and and you know we're we're definitely on a mission to be the safest dating app for women filled with better guys and so part of that is guys some guys just are clueless and so we're like hey let's open things up let's talk let's have a conversation about this
0: let's let's educate
1: (laughs) which is important yeah totally because I think there is like a lot of great guys out there they're just like they don't know what's happening so now it's like this fun community side that just is like you know it's it's really cool so it makes
0: dating less lonely yeah because dating can be like really frustrating like I never feel bad about being single until I go on a dating app and then I'm like oh
1: well what's fun here is you kind of have like a sister friend involved in the, in the yeah. situation like I mean I went on a I went on a date with a guy from Hula I went on three dates actually do
0: you think you're the founder
1: I do because otherwise it's like, it seems sketchy if I don't put it, but yeah, but like it's, it's a little bit, I will say it's a little bit harder because a lot of people want to talk about that, which I'm like, you know, when you're dating, you're like, I don't really want to talk about work (laughs) on the first date. Like I love what I do, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it made things so much more comfortable because before the day I like, you know, I said, you know, Hey, give me the, give me the tea. She like set this whole really, nice, I was like, Oh my God. And I'm so excited to go on this date, especially. And so out of this layer where I was just like, I had like a girl, you know, she's like, Oh my God, I love her. Like I was messaging her and it like, it adds this layer of sort of fun, but also like feels like you have someone even though you might not know her but it's just like a thing between women that we just kind of have I this love that it like. probably
0: makes the first date easier because like there's little talking points you can go totally. like off of
1: totally because they can give the girl gives more information about the guy so
0: okay. logistically like how does it work you download the app and immediately do you just if you're a woman you can create a profile yeah and then you can just start recommending exactly yeah. that's so cool so men have to wait
1: so men when you send out the invites they'll get a code okay and cool. then when they go to log in they'll put in their. Code. Is there
0: like a verification process for like that um, side? for genders yeah. yeah
1: so there is a um third party that like does id verification
0: No, know the app just popped off on tiktok
1: yeah so we went live and we're like oh we'll take some we'll get some feedback be out for a little bit and it pretty much from the day one mind it i'm still the designer yeah I'm not a designer. <laughs> so by the grace of God, somehow people have understood the design so far, but it's, oh my God, I hope this podcast by the time it plays, like it's all new because it's about to like totally change. That's the amazing. So now we, you know, our team has been able to grow um, with all the growth and um, it's a, it's really incredible
0: for someone who's maybe been burned by a dating app, I, it's not that I've been burned by a dating app. I just got a bad taste in my mouth. I just don't like it. I really want to meet someone authentically, but I would love to give this a chance. What would you say to someone?
1: Understandably. So, um, so one of the things that I'll do after for you is I will share my whole fleet link. So, you know, me in person Yes. and essentially when I show my share my fleet link, it's all the guys that I've endorsed. So like you will get straight to like, you know, seeing all of my guys. So it kind of feels like a little bit of like real life. If, if you want to go that route, you can. Um, so that kind of helps like, you know, if your girlfriend downloads it, it kind of feels like you can just like get straight to all their single guys. It feels a little less like, Oh, I'm on this, you know, dating. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you have someone in, in mutual. Um, but you know, listen, like it makes sense why a lot of us are burned. Like there, it's hard out there. It's like, it aw- it's also like there. really, tr- there's a lot of trauma that's happened in recent years. like, there is guys who are just you know speak to us inappropriately. there's like I said there's the cheaters, the predators, the married guys, so many things that like as women we've just been have we've just been forced to take. yeah <laughs> because there is no accountability for guys and now we're really changing that. I think you know knowing that there's that layer of like you have that protection there, Um, and especially being a female run company, like we are looking out for you. You know, I know that you might be jaded, but be open and like, there are great guys out there. We have a whole user base full of them and... Just don't let your past affect you from being happy in your future.
0: I love that you said that because I think that it's kind of what you touched on the beginning. Like me and my friends talk about all the time how it feels like there's no good guys anymore. I know. Well,
1: That's the biggest thing. That's how I started it. Yeah.
0: You can, you have women who are actually endorsing these men. Like these men are single and you should hang out with them Yeah, because it is hard out there. Like I even posted on my story the other day, I was on a flight to Washington And I was in the like struggling to get my luggage up in the thing. I was there like holding up the line. I just have five men just staring at me, just staring at me. And I'm like, (laughs) and this is just such a small example, but I'm like, where are all the good guys? Like my brother would like immediately get up like right away. be Like, can I put that up for you? I'm like, obviously struggling. There was even a guy that was like to the left to the left move it to the left slightly i'm like get the f up and help me
1: one thing that we have built in is we have a gentleman's algorithm and so essentially it's all it's not like a rating people think like oh my god are you rating guys no it's all done through our systems and so basically we track having good intentions and being respectful
0: that's super cool how do you do that
1: there's a lot of ways that we do that um but as a ringleader like we call ringleader as women who endorse men, so. Um, ringleaders, if you're like, let's say you're listening and you're like, I'm in a relationship, but I know some good guys. Well, you can still download and just turn the, it, just go ringleader only mode. And, um, you can just endorse guys, but you'll be able That's to see super cool. the only people who can see the score is the guy himself and then the ringleader. So let's say you're like seeing one of your guys like really drop. You can call him up and be like what? Like, we need to fi- we need to fix things. What's going on?
0: Where do you think your confidence with dating comes from? You're obviously very, like, confident in the fact that, like, date, uh, dating apps can work. You started one.
1: Well, here's what I say. Dating apps can work because look at the, mil- there's so many couples from dating apps. You know, by, even by uh 20, let's see, what, 2040, it will be 75% of couples will have met from a dating app.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's so insane. It might be
1: 80, actually. I don't know. I've I, I, brush up. I feel like people are like, (laughs) people
0: are very like skeptical. They almost hold themselves back from like dating opportunities because they're so jaded and skeptical to join the app.
1: Use it as a tool, not as an obsession and the only way. Um, you know, unfortunately when, when our parents, when our parents back in the day, they, they would wait in line for coffee and they might strike up conversation with the person in front of them. Well now everyone's on their phone. So you're missing these micro moments. Um, and so Definitely like be intentional about trying to strike up conversations. So like in real life, do that. Like I love real life meetings. That's amazing. Yeah. But then use dating apps as a tool. Um, and, and one of the things I, I've shared this on a podcast before is that, yes, there is a lot less commitment happening because, um, you know, back in the day, people would literally all they knew was the person right in front of them uh, or that person's friend. Right. That was that was yeah. the pool of people. Um, and so they would end up marrying someone that like, they weren't necessarily the best fit, but they were good. They worked, you know? Yeah. And now we're in a time where commitment is lower, but compatibility is a lot higher. So you're actually able to find someone that's a lot more compatible with you. And that is why there's actually a lot less divorces happening. I
0: love that great. you said that because I feel like our generation is like, at least my, my sphere, I've noticed that people are being a lot pickier in a good way yeah. about dating and they're being more realistic about dating and really trying to get to know someone on a level of, you know, not just like what they do and how they act, but like actual background, like morals, um, what they believe in, how they go about their day. And I, we always joke, like our, me and my friends, like our generation is going to be single longer. Like we're going to get married which is, later, which is true, but, but that's not th- a bad thing. Not a bad thing at all. What would you recommend for people? Like little tips for like first dates or like creating their profile. Like what are some go-tos that you always um, um, talk about?
1: Okay. Let's see. So first always have a clear photo of your face. Um, always have a photo with something you care about. So I have my pup, you know, that's, you know, we want to see that, Yeah, that, your caring side. We want to see a photo with you and your friends, the people you love, um, a photo of you doing something that you really like to do. Um, so it starts conversation like, you know, whether you like golfing, roller skating, whatever it is, get that on your profile. Um, and then a full body shot. So, you know, don't, I've seen people do all selfies, not a good choice. All duck face, not a good choice. All filters, not a good choice. Mirror selfies, no, still, no, I wouldn't do that, probably, unless it was, like, really cool, maybe one when you endorse the guys that you you know you can you as the ringleader can see their profile so definitely I recommend to like help the guys out yeah you know sometimes guys are clueless totally they're always so much cuter in person well a lot of times you than know their that's a
0: hundred percent true like, men cannot take photos of themselves they like not it's so bad it's so bad I feel like it's really good what you're saying like I've noticed that the men that actually put like things that they're do like like to do, or even the women that like put things that they like to do. It's easier to get more matches because men feel more comfortable talking to you.
1: Well, you want to look like, you want to look, you want to show like kind of a quick essence of you. And so when people have like all selfies, what am I getting from this? Like, I don't, I don't get your essence. Like,
0: yeah. What about someone who feels like intimidated or scared to put themselves out there? Like what's something you do? Like when you're going into a first date or maybe this is someone who hasn't dated in a while and they're nervous. Like, what do you talk? What do you, I know you have so many TikTok videos. You guys will have to check out her TikTok. Yes.
1: There's a little trick called the five, four, three, two, one method. Have you heard of it? No. So let's say you see someone cute. Once you start counting, you have to do it and there's no backs. And once you start doing that and you start seeing you know, sometimes, yeah, you might get rejected, but you just pick yourself up and eventually it will start to work and you'll start to be proud of yourself even for just making the move. Even if you get rejected, So you, you have five building. seconds
0: to like, like go yeah, up and so talk just to them. Go,
1: yeah. So like, or even if it's like sending a, sending a text or, you know, asking someone out, literally just for three, send, like, don't even, don't like even think go. about it. And at the end of the day, just, just put everything in perspective. Rejection is no big deal. It's no big deal in the grand scheme. Like you didn't
0: know them before. Y- it's you're okay. fine.
1: You know, you just like you'll live I promise it's like
0: not just in business like you have to get comfortable being rejected like yourself as yeah, well and not taking it so it's personally
1: not, it's, it's not so personal it's, it's everything just put in perspective it's really not the end of the world it's no big deal it happens everyone's been rejected every single person
0: I love it I saw some girl on TikTok talking the other day about how her and her friends like made a pact to treat like this summer or like the next six months as like the season three of their like show oh, I saw this yes yeah. so I thought it was so cool the way she explained how like we just started doing things that we wouldn't normally do and we we, we exuberated confidence that we didn't like the reason have why before it
1: works is because it takes the pressure off.
0: Yeah. That's it takes why. the pressure off. It makes it's, things it's light. Even,
1: it's, it's truly just like take the pressure off because like when you have the pressure on, then you're like, ah, everything becomes the biggest deal ever. It's really not. It's no big deal. Like that's why it works because she said season three, she's a character. She doesn't feel like so yeah. much ownership over everything she does. Yeah. Cause it's just like, whatever. Yeah. You know? It's like
0: me and my friend always joke. Like it's not that serious. It's not that serious.
1: N- nothing just is do that it. Serious. That's one thing you learn. To right
0: get now. to serious. You have to treat <laughs> life not so serious yeah, sometimes. exactly I absolutely love that. Yeah. Okay. Last question. What would you, what is something you do like routine wise or maybe just like practices you have for like when you're in a funk or you're feeling like, discouraged like I don't know what I'm doing like I'm like freaking out what are some things you do to get back into mojo
1: I am now a and I never was like this and I always would be like whatever obsessed with journaling every single morning I wake up I oh and I have and I have a 30 minute no phone rule um and that is life-changing truly so before I would wake up, and you know your alarm clock goes off, and the first thing you see is your phone blowing up, and you're like, Oh my God, I'm gonna. Oh. I mean, I probably should get on the alarm game where you don't have Ugh, it on your phone. I can't do it. Uh, one, I'm the one, same way. Eventually, so you click stop, but no, 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 do not pick up that phone. You leave it there, and you're gonna put your nice robe on, and then you're gonna go start making your coffee, and you're gonna sit down. And you're gonna do your daily journal. Um, I do the five minute one, super easy. It just kind of asks a few questions that just get you like thinking about those things, like what you're thankful for right now. What's going to make today great? What's, uh, I forget what the other one is. Uh, oh, like affirmations. And that puts you in the headspace. And then there's the, the end of the day one, which just takes like a minute. And it's just like, what what amazing things happened today? And um, I think it's like, how did you help others? And so all throughout the day, you're subconsciously like looking for ways. Yeah. Um, life changing, just doing that. And then I do like some cleaning during that time, just getting my life together. So that when I do start my work day, It's like, okay.
0: you feel put together. I
1: feel like I know I know who I am. I have my caffeine in me and I've had like some peace while I'm drinking my caffeine. And then my house is clean and it's nice. And I can like sit down with my laptop and have a good time and start my meetings I'm
0: the same way like I have to have like my shit together like when I my stuff is everywhere I feel really chaotic if I feel rushed and I like didn't get up and do my routines I feel like I'm bouncing from one thing to the next and I don't I can't like get the cortisol levels down but I feel like something people say all the time is like don't look at your phone in the morning but no one actually tries it it's almost like I swear I swear I swear by it no I have been trying it and like actually doing it I'll mess up of course sometimes but like People hear it on podcasts all the time, or like on like business like Instagram posts. Like, do not look at your phone in the morning, and everyone just reads it and keeps reading to like the next tip. Like I, I did the same thing. No, and I just feel like it's not good to be so overstimulated. So early there's gonna be a
1: point though where you just like you realize why am I so like stressed and unhappy, and then you like you literally will have to do this rule. Like yeah, I got to the point where I was just like my whole because the second you look at your phone then your day almost like starts the, the craziness starts you can't help it it's like only so, human the notifications you need are like coming in your little time of peace and just like okay like I you know and then you go back then you can look at the crate but then you're in a much better headspace than just like jump like jumping from dream to the like create psycho totally <laughs> so. totally I
0: love yeah. that okay I last everyone before the end of every episode now that you've been through the whole journey there's more to come obviously mm-hmm. You started acting, and then like started the dating podcast, and then the app, and now this app. How do you see it?
1: I've lived a lot of colors, and I think that, and and I think that gives me a lot of perspective. Um, and I think, like having, you know, taking away your ego and just like really. I don't know, seeing people and other perspectives and that you could be wrong and, like, being really flexible with your ideas but also having, you know, like, a um, conviction when you do believe something is really important qualities to have along the way. Um, and then... Enjoy the journey. Everyone always says that, but it's so true. Like, I think a lot of people will be like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna wait till I'm successful to do this. Once I like have my career is this, then I'll start dating. Or once I, then I'll be. It's always gonna. There's always gonna be something. And and you know, even when you get to the point where like you've dreamed of, like you, you. already moved on to the next thing. Yeah. So I think just like being really thankful and like being really present in the moment that you're in and not always wishing for the like for the next thing to be there is like a really powerful thing. I love (laughs) that you
0: said that I was talking on my solo episode actually about how I've like really tried to work on this quality this year about myself it's is that like trying to just be content and thankful in every moment, even when you have goals and things to check off the list, you will never be happy and content if you do not celebrate with gratitude and yes. try to be in the moment yeah. within the journey.
1: And I just learned this is a lesson I just learned is about compounding efforts. So, you know, right now my like, like I, I had a tendency which I'm working on to be like, Oh my God, <laughs> like running around a chicken with my head cut off but yeah what my co-founder said is he's like Heather you doing that gets us nowhere but if we make sure to get better each day and you know do three things a day that like you know really moves the needle you have to be really methodical so like yeah it, it actually makes things a little bit easier to like not so stressful because sometimes you're like I have a million things to do but okay let me just do three things to get better each day or one thing even um and then over time you'll look back and be like Hell
0: yeah. Super inspiring so <laughs> you said that because I sometimes feel like we trick ourselves into feeling busy when we're yes. just like overly stressed and trying to do so many yes. things.
1: But if you actually just sit down and be more thoughtful yeah. about it, over time, like, you'll be still.
0: Like,
1: oh, <laughs> like,
0: whoa. That's actually like movement. That's actually like exactly. moving things forward, not like being crazy and having a million things on the to do yes. list and running from one Which, thing. Which, by the, the way, next.
1: I'm a very. I'm a queen of so that's something I'm working
0: on (laughs) I'm the same way I think we all have that
1: I think it's a learning it's like part of the learning journey of being on
0: totally well thank you so much for coming on Heather can you share your socials and the Hula app and all that so
1: um, my Instagram is at it's Heather Hopkins and then Hula's is at join Hula and then I'm also on TikTok at it's Heather Hopkins and then Hula's at join Hula
0: awesome and you can download Hula on Apple oh yes download
1: Hula on um, we're also on Android Lots of things coming. Add in your good guys. It's so fun to be a ringleader. And then, of course, you know, meet better guys. Yay.
0: Thank you Of course. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and I hope you leave here feeling motivated and inspired. Do not forget to rate and review the pod on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And don't forget to follow How I See It pod so you can keep up with podcast updates and see who's coming on next. And if you're not already come join the fam and follow at how hand sees it. Thank you guys.